Namaste. I'm Peter Furco, and this is Peter's Podcast, where we talk about real yoga, actual happiness, and deep living. Thanks for joining me. In today's episode, we have something a little different. I'm going to have a, a live recording of a meditation class I recently taught. And then we'll actually do the meditation. So it's a chance for you to have a recording where you can do a meditation without coming to class. I hope you enjoy it. And if you have any questions, drop me a message in the show notes. Enjoy. Namaste. So today I wanted to talk about the... Uh, T in Ishta for a minute. The word Ishta is Sanskrit and it means uh, the individualized energy that brings you to the place of yoga, the place of being comprehensive, taking all of the parts of yourself and reintegrating them. Because life, that life we typically experience from the moment we pick up our Facebook account until we go to sleep with our Facebook account, that whole Facebook life is separating us apart, pulling us into fragments. So the, and I don't just mean Facebook, of course, everything external is pulling us into fragments. Whereas we have an intrinsic wholeness about ourselves that we can experience, it's natural for us to have this experience. However, we also have a, an evolution in ourselves, in our, the duration of our life, and even in the cycles that are smaller, the cycles of our day. Right? There are times in our day when we're very much drawn to go out and do something, like when we're hungry, we want to go and eat. Sometimes that requires us to get on the subway and go to a job and do our work, and then we can go eat, right, because we've got paid. And then, so, and also just like in the cycle of the morning versus the evening versus the midday, there's different energy that we cope with to make it possible for us to survive and be in relationship with others and understand who we are, what, what's going on, and come together as a whole again, and then let that impact the way we live beyond that. So we're in a constant growth spiral, right, of experiencing life, gaining more insight because we reintegrate ourselves, bring that back into living, learn something new, and through this whole process, we're making our way through the karma of the universe or the action of the universe. So this word ishta goes to how does each one of us in our separateness, in our distinction, in our uniqueness find the way back into this integration? And it's going to be different depending on who we are, what's going on, what our individual piece of the karma is. Somebody who lives in a quiet place in the ocean, they have one set of challenges. Someone who lives in the city, they have another set of challenges. We all have challenges, but the way we have to work around to get to this quiet place, to get to this 
reintegrated place might be slightly different. So the Ishta practice takes that into account and it offers different practices, which is why when we come here every Saturday, we do a different practice. I cycle through the different handful of practices because one might be like, wow, that one just really nailed it for me. And another might be, well, I enjoyed that, but it wasn't exactly what I needed. So as this is like school, you're learning different practices, and then in your life, you can use the practices that make the most sense given what's going on with you in any moment. Right? So that's the ishta as a word in Sanskrit. Ishta here is also an acronym, Integrated Science of Hatha, Tantra, and Ayurveda, which some of you in the room will need to answer on a test later today. Right? <laughs> Our 200-hour training is wrapping up. Integrated science of Hatha, Tantra, and Ayurveda. Right? So the Tantra word gets at the sort of philosophy of how we practice here. And it's very much in this notion of an evolution of a cycle of what we do that we work with ourselves wherever we need to, to shift our energy so that we can have that reintegration. Sometimes it might mean you need to do more asana because you're too lethargic. Sometimes it might be you need to do more pranayama because you're kind of out of balance. Sometimes it might be that you have to do, always it has to do, that you have to do some meditation so you can have some time in this state of wholeness in which you get more insight into things. And I use this word insight both in our sort of colloquial way of thinking of it now. It's like, let's see, I need an answer. Oh, let me see, how does this thing work? And you get some more insight into it. But also it's like insight into life, right? Who am I? What is this? How am I related to everything else? What's the difference between my little experience and the billions of stars in the galaxies of the universe? So there's this giganticness about ourselves. If we expand, and we do that by allowing for ourselves to go still in the realm that experiences only in the small way, so that we can have more of this insight of seeing things in the big way. The, um, I, I've been enjoying watching uh, physics programs, like astrophysics programs, where they're talking about the Big Bang and the nature of the universe and such. And uh, I just watched a new one from the BBC, and they were talking about this moment in the 1960s when two researchers discovered this cosmic microwave sound, this vibration. And in, I know so little about physics, but I'll say what I know. That light, over time, gets spread out and the color of it changes. This is how when they look out into the stars, they can sort of tell whether things are moving away or toward us, because the color changes. Right? So over the billions of years since the Big Bang, the light has become what we call microwaves. It's like not no longer visible, but this explosion of energy that created everything in the universe 
is now at where we are in the universe, microwaves, and they picked this up in the 1960s, which is so cool that like, it literally created a vibration that's still traveling. Yogis, without the benefit of machines and tests and science, had an insight about this, that there was this moment when everything came into being, and the vibration of it continues through us. And by focusing on this vibration, by literally letting your awareness be on that, you start to understand it. You gain insight into it. The sound that yogis called this vibration is om. In the creation of everything, there was silence. Then there was and then there was that, right? So if I used Tantra to talk about that, I would create a way of envisioning that to feel that same kind of thing. So in saying it from the moment of creation, I would go like, silence, right? right? That would be how it would sound, right? But, that's interesting, but what's more useful for us is to go from where we are now toward that original, toward the origin. Where did we come from? What is this energy that is our essence? So we reverse that sound using Tantra to create in ourselves the essence of this same kind of a vibration in reverse. So we go from ah, ah, through There, here's a bell. I have a bell, a single. Right? So when a bell rings, there's a strike, and then it dissolves into silence. Right? By us using this sound om, or in the way we'll use it today, aum, literally making our mind focus on how something could go from what we're experiencing now through a kind of transition all the way to where it's just a vibration all the way to silence. We're tuning ourselves into that aspect of ourselves, like retracing our steps back. Okay. So in our practice today, we'll chant this sound out loud. In our energy system, the way the yogis think of us being manifest, our headquarters for the most subtle aspects of ourselves, our thoughts, our insights, our intuition, these are all up at the top. Our dealing with churning things out, getting things taken care of, metabolism, this all happens in the middle. Right? And then our most strong survival things, like I gotta get food on this table, what am I gonna do, what's my bank account balance, all of that kind of stuff, that's down in our base. Right? So we're gonna take our focus along with this three-part sound, ah, ooh, mm. We'll take ourselves from our base, like visualize, focus here, draw it up, ah, ooh, mm. And then we'll move into this space that's the highest place in us, between the brain and the top of your head, and we'll let ourselves go into silence there. Okay. So sim simple, like simplistic. Right? But because it's like our nature, 
we resonate with it. So I don't ask you to believe anything I just said, right? The guys on BBC could be full of crap, right? <laughs> but if you try it and you have an experience, that is something that's interesting, right? That's all I ask you to do. Try this, see how it feels in you, sit, and then keep coming back over the course of, Al says like, you know, like a couple of years, right? That you get, if you do teacher training, it's much faster. <laughs> these guys are all like ramped up now, these teachers, right? But just by continuing the practice, you carve this groove that makes it easier and easier for you to have this experience. Right? So we're going to do that practice today. Ah, ooh, mm, silence. We'll sit in the silence for 18 minutes. And then at the end, we'll invite that insight to come back down energy center by energy center so that it has an impact on your living, on this next spiral in the evolution. Okay? So it's not just an abstract thing that happens on Saturday, and then you have all your just normal way of dealing with life. Instead, insight into all the aspects of living. Any questions about any of that? you're enjoying this special live version of Peter's podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider subscribing, which means to support this at any level you like on patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Peter's podcast, all one word. You can help me pay for producing this and valuing the information that's come down through the lineage of teachers I represent. We're going to do the meditation now. I'll take you back to class. Set yourself in a comfortable seat, which means that you feel like you can sit upright for a period of time. It's going to be about 25 minutes. So if you need something behind your back, like a cushion, set up that way. If you're in a couch, try not to be slouching back, but be supported. Here we go. To begin, we're just going to come into balance side to side. To do this, we'll use your hands underneath your arms, which is called Paladirsasana. So with your fingers just resting on the side ribs, feel how your breath moves when you breathe in and out. If you don't feel much of anything, arch a little when you breathe in so that your breath is brought more in your chest and just relax when you breathe out. In a moment, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes, but before you do, when I say you can switch your hands, I just mean to reverse the crossing so the other one comes open up. So go ahead and close your eyes now. And feeling your breath move your ribcage. Watch the inhale and the exhale. Your breath is now your point of focus. There are several points of focus that we can use in meditation. The breath is very convenient one because it's always with us. And as you watch your breath moving, you might notice that it feels like one side of your chest moves more than the other. We have a built-in dominance in our system that alternates 
about every hour and a half. And in that switching, we shift the way that we act. That's why sometimes in our day we feel more like getting things done. Other times in the day we feel more like pondering, integrating things that maybe don't go together. Sometimes we feel more fired up. Sometimes we're just restoring. So in this sort of lunar aspect of ourselves and the solar aspect of ourselves, one is dominant, but they switch in that moment between the activity of one and the activity of the other. Go ahead and switch your hands now so the other one's on top. And with that change, because of where our hands are, we're pressing on some points that tend to trigger shifts in the dominance. You might feel that now the other side feels like it's the dominant one, or it may feel the same, or it may feel like you've brought about balance between the two sides. When we have balance between the two sides, in our normal day, we experience the daydream. We sort of lose track of time. We come inward. For our purposes right now, we're trying to induce that feeling, that coming inward feeling. Go ahead and switch your hands again. And I'm going to invite you now to do a little self-study to feel the two sides and to also feel how much you're focused inwardly or outwardly. And having you go ahead and switch your hands as many times as you need in order to come to the place that feels balanced, and even more importantly, that feels like you're not just, you're just not so concerned with what's going on on the outside. You're feeling pulled in. To use the Sanskrit, your senses have withdrawn. You have pratyapar. chest is subtle, there's differences, so if you think you feel a difference, then that's good enough. Take your time getting there, but when you feel that you have brought yourself into that more balanced place, keep your eyes closed. Keep your focus inward. And let your hands relax down over your knees with your palms face up. Your index finger and thumb joined. To help create a circuit of energy holding your focus inward. Then move between the two sides of your body into your center. 
move between the front and the back into the center. And balance between left and right. And balance between ahead and behind. Find yourself in this moment with nothing else to worry about, nothing else to ponder. simply at this moment of being. And from this drawn-in place, sort of the opposite of outward activity, where we're doing things, instead we're just being, and we'll follow this central path from our base up through the center, up through the throat, into the middle of your head, and into the space between your brain and the skull. At the base, we'll do that as we're resonating the sound ah. Let's just feel that piece of it now. We'll just say ah, nice and long, and feel the base resonating. Take a breath in. Again, of course you'll feel something happening in your throat as you make the sound, but also feel for that vibration at your base. Breath in. Uh... up into your ribcage, into your chest, and we'll make that sound ooh, and feel how the sound shifts as we move upward in our system. Take a breath in. sound of the hum where your lips are together, certainly you'll feel it in your mouth. But feel how it resonates also your whole head, all of the centers that are at the top of your system. Take a breath in. So you can see that even doing it out of the realm of the physical still has the vibratory quality. Take a breath in. those three sounds together. So use one third of your breath for each of the sounds 
And at the end of the hmm, let it resonate off into silence, where the fourth piece of the sound is the silence. And let yourself go to where all the sound came from, to the origin before this moment of explosion of the Big Bang, this coming into being, which is not just in time, but in our nature. We are always our source as well as our expression. So, ah, ooh, mm, silence. Take a nice breath in. Ah, at the base. Again, silently pulling your focus, your energy, your attention from the base, through the middle, through the head, into that beingness above the brain. And you can repeat that as many times as you need until you feel there, that it's easy to stay in that space. Your face go soft, let your jaw relax. Surrender off the way you surrender off to sleep when there's nothing to do. I'm going to be quiet now. You might hear me pass by to do Shaktipat, which just helps pull your focus to that top point.
case, we'll use the process called samyama you know, to bring that insight and plant it in each headquarters of your living. Bring the tip of your tongue to the roof of your mouth, reversing the flow of your attention. Bring your palms together in front of your heart center. Very softly move your hands so that you feel touch, you feel the tingle of touch, skin on skin. But from your meditative place, look behind that touch to the energy that is your hands and feel that touch as energy. Move your tongue behind the upper teeth at the gum line. Separate your palms just a little bit and feel how that energy changes its quality from touch to heat. If you draw your hands further apart and back toward each other again, you may feel the heat more like magnetism or something that's puffy that you can stretch and compress. All qualities of the energy that we have as us in us. Bring your hands up over your eyes and direct that energy through your eyes into the top headquarters, the command center, Ajna Chakra, which is responsible for decision-making and bringing life into our experience. Bring your hands back over your eyes and direct that energy by drawing it down your face to the jawline, around the jawline to the back of your neck, from the back of your neck around to the throat in front, and crossing your hands so that both palms are facing your throat. Send the insight of your meditation into the throat headquarters, which is responsible for communication, so that you understand, you have wisdom, and you're able to express that wisdom to others. However you express, whether it's through art, speech, writing. Draw the energy now down to the heart center on the Hatha Chakra, unstruck sound here. Sending it in helps us to have wisdom that leads to compassion and insight in our relationships. Draw the insight down to the navel, bringing it into us at the cellular level, bringing cellular intelligence to its ultimate. Let your right palm face down, your left palm face up. So we'll use a special mudra at this point. Draw the heels of your hands right into your navel. Draw the inside down to the pelvic bowl in front of where your sacrum is in your spine. Let your hands come like they were in meditation with the index finger and thumb touching and let the rest of your fingertips come to touch as well. Only one or two of them will touch, that's fine. And to help in this center, which is the abode of the self, where your likes and your dislikes have their origin, 
Often we get caught up in habits and patterns here, rather so that we see clearly and slice through life. Point your fingertips right onto the pubic bone. Set your thumb tips to touch at the top so there's a triangle directed right at your base, at the perineum, at the root center, Muladhara Chakra. And to bring the insights here brings you stability in your life, in your family, in your work, in your finances. Wrap your index finger and thumb at the crease line between thigh and torso and root yourself down here to help you get physically grounded. And then massage from hip to knee, bringing energy into your legs. Bring the energy around your knees, just circling there. Down your shins, up and down. And unwind your legs a little so you can get behind your calves. And with your thumbs, walk a line right down the center from the back of your knee all the way down to your Achilles tendon. And then grab tight there, holding onto your ankles to help root you. All the many of the proprioceptors that help us navigate the earth are located in your ankles and feet. And then massage down the soles of your feet from the inside edge of your heel to your big toe. You can either swoop a big line or walk little thumb steps to your big toe. And then move in a little further on your heel and walk a line to your second toe. And then continue until you have five lines, one to each toe. Unless you have six toes like Hemingway's cats. And make that extra line. Unwind your legs, release your ankles, forward and back, side to side. And then make your way onto your back into Shavasana, corpse pose, and let your body come to rest on the floor after holding you up one way for so long. Just let all your muscles release. If you have a, here's a blanket or stuff. side to side so there's a little dip in your lumbar spine, your legs can relax and then your shoulder blades and you so that your shoulders feel relaxed and release your arms to open and palm space out just your head so that it's balanced.
reawakening full of insight evolve to the next day. Begin to move your fingers and your toes. Run your thumbs across your fingertips. Turn your head a little from side to side. Invite your breath to come a little deeper, a little more full. And on a nice inhale, raise your arms up overhead behind you. And stretch long through your right side from your fingers out through your toes or from your elbows if you're against a wall. And then through your left side from fingers to toes. Hug your knees in, wrap your hands around your shins, release your back out, and circle left and right. And then set your feet on the floor, hip distance apart. Press down into your feet and lift your hips off the floor. Take your upper arms against the floor with your fingertips pointing to the sky and press down to lift your chest high. yourself front to back, drop all the way up to sitting. Make a fist with your right hand and put it just below your navel. Take your left hand on top of the right and press in there and resist back with your belly. So there's like energy right here. Tilt a little bit forward just to the point where you feel yourself engage at your base to hold you. And let yourself root down through those centers from where your hand is down through pelvic floor into the earth, keeping you nice and stable as you walk through life full of insight. Let yourself come back upright, bring your palms together in front of your heart center. Hari Om Om Tat Sat. The mantra itself invites you to see the truth in front of you in every moment. Have a lovely weekend. Namaste. That's our episode for today. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please consider becoming a subscriber. You can subscribe at any level you want, a penny, a dollar, a hundred million dollars at patreon.com slash Peter's podcast. There's a link in the show notes or you can look it up online. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Peter's podcast, all one word. Look forward to talking with you again. Take care.